Hello everyone, my name is Christian and uh, you are listening to Chat With Me. This podcast is designed to encourage conversations among friends, acquaintances, relatives, and even strangers. Um, in Chat With Me, I invite you in a conversation of your choosing. Um, the goal is to have you express yourself and ask questions, and maybe there's something we can solve together. Who knows? Um, it's, just, it's just a friendly chat between friends between friends, between relatives. It sounded so uh, redundant between friendly conversation between friends, but that's not the most important. The most important part is that you get to express yourself, you get to ask questions, and we get to just chat, just chat. Because, um, you know, life is hard, and sometimes all one needs is just talk, talk with somebody, talk to anybody, a stranger, a friend, a mother, father, you know, family, but just talk. And so, yeah, why not? Let's just do it. This is why we are meeting here, um, a chat with me, just to do that chat. And uh, for this episode, I am joined by a friend and uh, I'm just going to introduce him right now. Simon, can you hear me? I can, yes. Okay, welcome to chat with me. Um, I just have a, like, I want to start by um, having you talking a little bit about yourself, just um, what's some fun facts. Um, hello, thank you so much for having me on your uh, podcast. I really appreciate it, Christian. Um, my name is uh, Simon Boycott. Um, I'm actually um, from the same mother continent that Christian is from. I'm from Africa. Um, I'm actually from the kingdom of Eswatini, which is a small little country that's next door to South Africa and Mozambique in the southern part of the continent. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, um, I've, I've basically, um, that's, I grew up there. Um, in, I was born in South Africa, but I was raised in Eswatini. And I actually grew up on a national park, which was really cool. I think it was by me growing up on a national park up until I was about 11 years old that I, I got very interested in wildlife and conservation and doing research um, with regard to protecting wildlife from going extinct. And so I would say that that was probably a very good time to be, um, to be alive and to have, have, to have my life start in that particular way. And I think mm -hmm. it's that that's pretty much sort of determined the way in which I go through life now with my interests in doing work with conservation and wildlife uh, research. Wow. Wow. This is just amazing. Especially the fact that you grew up in a, you said, in a, um, a, a, a park. Yes. A national park. Yeah. <laughs> a national park. Like, Wow, that is that is amazing. So you had you're used to seeing um, animals like like wildlife, and you know, I mean, I don't know if you can be used to that, but this is something. Yeah. 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 So so yeah, my my dad grew um uh, taught me when I was growing up to identify different species of bird, different species of mammal, and he even got to teach me how to catch and identify both snakes and. Um, amphibians and frogs from from amphibians and so um, 
I, I would say that that pretty much rubbed off on me from a very young age. And uh, I, I learned how to enjoy wildlife from both the small to the large. And so it was very special in that respect. Wow. Okay. Okay. So you see, now I understand about the snake. Okay. Because growing up where I grew up, I, um, I grew up, I was born in Cameroon and then I lived in Senegal and no, I was not, I do, I did, grow, um, I was born in, um, um, how you call it, in a, a plant, like what they call here plantation, but it was just, um, it was a sugarcane uh, plantation and, um, uh, my dad works for like a company that made uh, like, a refinery, refinery. They made sugar out of sugarcane. And so I was born in the middle of like a sugarcane plantation. And um, uh, we did have some wildlife, but I, it, for me, it was you see the snake and you run the other side. Like, <laughs> you don't even try to figure out. You don't want to figure out what type of snake it is what if it's like the the nice one no there was no nice it was all snakes for me and just run from it um, <laughs> yeah wow okay you see and i did um learn to like play with I, I played with frogs growing up but it was just like to play with them but i still would not be able to identify them uh like you know, or be, I, di I think I didn't have the interest. My interest was in science because my dad wanted to be um, um, a, a physician. And so, um, but he ended up being an engineer. And so I, all that science um, brain rubbed off me and I ended up being a biologist. So yeah, um, like, that's pretty, you see how daddy's influenced the, the, the children, yours with the, the, the passion, I would say, for, um, I, would, I wouldn't say, can I say passion for animals or just like wildlife yeah. in general? Yeah, or, definitely. You can do passion for wildlife or passion for animals. Yeah, it's pretty much all the same in that respect for me. Okay. And this is another question that just pops up in my mind right now. Um, did you have pets? I did. I did have pets. Yeah. Um, we we only grew up with cats though, um, so I never actually owned dogs. Um, other family members had dogs, and mm -hmm. uh, I got to know dogs that way. But um, my immediate family were more cat people, so we we had cats actually growing up, which was pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, I'm a bo I'm both like you know. In, apparently, I was told that you can either be a cat person or dog person, yes. and I'm just. But I'm a both because I was I grew up with both a cat, um, dogs and cats, and oh, so. Nice. And the interesting thing is, my mom she was the one who named who gave the name to all of our cats, and for some reason we kept we kept losing our cats every summer. Like we would go out for the summer, um, out on vacation, and we had like we would leave the cat with um, the we had household stuff, and we would leave the cats, and we come back and the cat would be gone, and 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 okay sad we all cry a couple of weeks later dad brings in another cat and we my mom did an interesting thing with all the cats she called them all gave them the same name oh um, did she yeah she did so uh and they were called nanu so everywhere like we had like every cat and it wasn't like nanu one nanu two no it was all nanu and one summer i remember one of our cats had run away and we thought it was gone for, for that day, um, that's it. And um, some, like a morning, we hear another, like a, 
cat like outside scratching the door and we open it's our other cat and we end up having two cats with the same name and it was so the cat was so confused too it was just like whenever we call nanu i want to call nanu the white cat but the, the tiger one just looked at me like are you calling me too it was so funny <laughs> And so since then, we decided not to call the cat same, you know, Nanu. <laughs> That's really cool, though. That's really nice. And so would you say, Christian, that basically growing up where you did or in the way that you did, was that, would you say, what <clears throat> influenced you to um, be um, going in the way that you are doing as far as life is concerned now? Would you say that it had to do with how you were brought up that got you interested in, in doing what you're doing right now? I would say definitely, definitely. Um, also, it also influenced my personality, who, who I am, because I grew up uh, meeting people from all over the place. Like, well, I wouldn't say all over the place, but all over the country. And that made me like wild with just curiosity. And I'm, I was a curious, I'm still a curious person, but it was terrible back then. Like I would just, I don't know, ask questions. And I just wanted to know about people's culture um, I will try to learn like the different languages from the northern part of Cameroon, from whoever I meet, I just want to learn the language. And also, my dad started doing a fun thing. He would buy me, he bought me an encyclopedia once, like, like on human life. And I read it four times in the summer. It was a four volume of, I don't know how many pages, but it was huge. And so I uh, grew up watching... Um, documentaries on animals and human and so it kind of like made me definitely made me who I am now definitely that's really cool and as far as what you're doing right now um would you consider this kind of being a journey that you're going through um in the in the way that things are going for life at the moment and and what is it that uh, you like doing about the job that you have right now ah yeah that's a really good question what um <laughs> So I think the part that I like the most about my job, um, by the way, I'm a, I call myself a biologist, but I'm a quality control analyst for pharmaceutical company. Um, at the company I work for, for right now makes uh, manufacture vaccines and other um, products, similar products. So um, the part that I like the most about my job is just um, the impact it has on people's life you know, like making a vaccine to improve somebody's life. It's something that is part of like, I think when I knew that I could, I could do something, I could think properly. That was my first thought. I want to save people's lives. So that, that, and knowing that I contribute to that, it's, yeah, I'm super, super happy for, to do my job. Um, yeah, I think that's a, that's a really great question. And which actually make me think of like, I have a question talking about journey, you mentioned journey. So I feel like we should just, I have one question uh, that I'm curious to know about people, like when I talk to somebody uh, and sometimes I ask myself that same question. So um, as, as of now, what would you say is the most memorable journey you, you ever had? Huh, that's, uh, that's a good question. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would say, in, you know, I would say, I mean, uh, like, I would say probably my journey coming to America has been mm -hmm. a journey in itself. I still feel that in some respects, it's actually still an ongoing journey. 
um, you know, I'm, I haven't uh, quite left here yet. Um, I'm, I'm busy with my, my master's degree and mm -hmm. uh, to achieve um, something good with that. And I would just say that I think just generally up until this point, I would say that the journey to come here has been a very big one because it was one of those journeys that forced me out of my comfort zone when I was a lot younger. Um, it caused, caused me to go to a different part of the world I'd never been to before. Um, so obviously at the time it was, it was exciting. It was nerve wracking. Um, but at the same time, it was one of those things that I think um, I feel very grateful for the opportunity to have uh, and to, to have been able to come to where I have been able to do or where I have become uh, in res with respect to what it is that I'm doing. And so I would say that um, it's pretty much been, been very memorable in many different respects. I've, I've made some very good friends along the way. Mm -hmm. uh, I've been able to work a lot of different uh, jobs in between undergrad and graduate school that I think really helped me a lot with building myself, my skill set, uh, my interest in wanting to work with conservation uh, and in biological research. And um, yeah, I, you know, I, I think, you know, sometimes people talk about how, you know, <clears throat> being international students here, obviously in America, we obviously are guests, you know, um, and it's, it's a privilege to be here and it's, it's not a right. Mm -hmm. And I feel in some respects that, you know, people are sometimes ask, well, you know, what, what do you hope to do? Do you want to stay here or do you want to go somewhere else? Um, and, you know, it's kind of hard to know, <clears throat> but if I do end up going somewhere else, you know, um, if I don't get the opportunity to continue to stay here and, and do what it is that I'm doing, I, I don't think it's, it can be seen as something that <clears throat> I regret doing. You know, I don't think it would be bad, you know, that if I had to leave, you know, I, I've had a good time here and I've learned a lot. And um, I just feel that, um, you know, it's, it's, it's made me a lot of who I am as a person and it's made me ready for hopefully other good opportunities out there. Mm. Um, and so I would say from like that perspective, it's, it's definitely an experience or a journey that's, you know, opened my mind more. It's um, shown me what's out there. And um, I would say that it's still, as I say, kind of an ongoing journey and it's still memorable uh, each day as I go through it still. Yeah. And I think that being like, for me, I think like life itself is like always, like it's an ongoing journey. And uh, just kind of like going over your answer and it made me think like you, I feel like every international student that comes to the U.S. Uh, have the same, um, would ask, answer the same way. Like when asked what's the memo, most memorable, mem most, I can talk tonight, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> when I say what's the most memorable journey, um, it's almost, I feel like it's the same question, the same answer. Um, I mean, and the same thing to, happened to me, my most, one of my most, like I would say my most memorable is, yeah, coming to, coming here, especially because uh, I did, it, it, it was exactly, it wasn't what I expected. Like, let's say the United States um, are a country that you have to be in it, you have to live it to actually see, know what it is. Um, watching it from the t from TV, from the movies, and or from the from the news, the media, it's not going to tell you. Uh, it's not going to teach you anything about the country, at least not the essential. And I think um, 
maybe I think it also applies to uh, most countries or all countries, I would say. But it's something that it's a lesson that I learned coming here, and it's probably like the, I would say one of the greatest lessons that I've learned coming to the US. Like, just that in order to know about the country, you have to be in there, you have to live it. Um, so, um, yeah. So, did you like when you before you before you came to the US? Did you have any expectations about the country? Um. Yeah, I would say so. Um, <clears throat> you know, because like you were saying, I also personally kind of thought of America for being a country that came across to us on our movies and the mm -hmm. music that we got from here. Um, so it kind of came across as a place that was very sort of, you know, very liberal, you know, pretty much everything is like a Hollywood movie. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, uh, that it wasn't that religious as a country in some respects. Um, everything was going to be big about it, you know, as far as, um, you know, what, what, uh, what you can do in the country, like, you know, big buildings, you know, um, all that kind of thing was something that I kind of expected of it being here. I also kind of expected based on just what I had seen that it was something that was going to be, I think in some respects as a society, it can sometimes be, and I've kind of confirmed that in my time here, that it can sometimes be quite materialistic and consumerist uh, as a society sometimes. Yeah. Um, and I also kind of felt like at the time before I came, I, I, I thought it was uh, community orientated as a, as a country too. So the, those were some of the expe expectations I had um, before I came, I would say. Okay. Yeah, some uh, pretty similar to mine, which um, uh, I mean, I had watched, I've been, I was watching um, like all these TV shows and um, just imagine for me, I'm going to be honest, when I thought of America, of the United States, um, I mean, I thought of like big cities like Washington, uh, DC, um, thought of like New York and all these big places where life is like rushing, like running at like 100 miles per hour or something. Yeah. And when I came, something that I was not prepared was football. And somehow, <laughs> somehow the whole notion of football like passed me by. Like I was not prepared. And, and, and on my first flight, like nine hours from because i lived in dakar at that time from dakar senegal to new york i had this uh gentleman sitting next to me and he was very excited and i was very sad because i was leaving my country though for, for the first time i mean my family for the first time and for a long time i was not going to see them so i was crying on my seat trying not to like show off that show that i'm crying but i was just like minding i was very sad very depressed and the man like bless him, he tried to cheer me up and he started talking to me about football. And if you, you know, come from our side, our part of the world, you know what it is, what football is, you know? It's yes, that's football. true. And he was so excited. It was, uh, it was Super Bowl uh, Sunday. That's when I arrived. I arrived on Super Bowl Sunday and he was oh, very wow. excited. And he was like, yeah, we're going to have some barbecue outside. And he was just talking about all these great things. And then he started talking about like the players, like he started talking about a quarterback, the, the runner back. And I was like, quarterback, runner back. I don't how, you know, when you say runner back, I say, is this how they call the, the defense, you know, the defender in, 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 in the U.S., in, like quarterback, is it how they call the number, number 10, you know, the, the midfielder? What is he talking about? 
and I had no idea what he was talking about until <laughs> yeah and, until I actually met an American family when I arrived and they explained to me and they were all equally excited and I asked them I'm sorry can you explain to me what is the quarterback like a midfielder or something and the whole room went silent nobody talked they just looked at me and they were like oh boy <laughs> child this is this is American football not soccer like what is soccer and they told me football I said, oh no now we're going to have a fight because if you guys <laughs> call football like soccer and your football you call it football then we're gonna have an issue um i was not prepared for that but um also <laughs> <laughs> i know that was crazy i had a very funny story about football american football but uh coming back to the topic <laughs> i was uh something that um, I had like, I expected, like I said, it's expected like this living in the city and I landed in a small town. Like somehow I was like, this, you know, those jet planes, when I entered the jet planes, I was like, hmm, am I going to another country or something? I started having, I started freaking out. Then I landed in, um, in a small town in Louisiana and uh, the airport was still in construction. And so it was just one room and it looked like nothing. And I almost cried and called my dad. They're like, daddy, come take me back. This is not the, this is not the US I thought it would be, you know? And, (laughs) and so that was like my first, my wake up call to like, everything that I thought of the country, everything that I thought that it would be, I should not come. I, I should not start this journey in the U.S. with assumptions. I should leave it myself and make my own opinion, make all my own, um, build my own, own thoughts. And so, yeah, I've done that. And it's been, um, it's been like a great, great experience, you know, a lot of things to learn. Um, talking what about... Yeah, what would you say, like, what would you say are some of the lessons that you, you, you have gained from being here? Ooh, some of the lessons. Um, I have different, I think I would say lesson number one is patience. For me, have patience. I have, um, I think that's the, that's the thing that I've learned the most because I am not, well, I was not a very patient person. I had, I was always on the go. If something was not the way I wanted the things right to be done there, right now, right then, as I wanted, I didn't even want to wait for one second. But coming here, having issues and like being at school, it actually taught me to be patient. And um, my plans changed. Like I changed maybe majors four times, which extended my, my, my years of studying. Instead of having... If, getting my degree in three years like I planned to, I ended up spending five years in college to get my degree. And five, I think it was, yeah. And five years, about maybe a little bit more. Um, no, five years, because I started, oh, it was long. It was a long time. I switched my major four times, I think. And, wow. and so, and another, and so it, there was a lot of failure to a fail couple of like several times. Let's be, let's be, let's be honest. So that kind of taught me, um, um, patience, but also taught me to be strong and, uh, to like, to take everything as like a learning experience. Um, that was one of the few things. And now I know that, um, my life, I, li- I have my own pace, you know, things that are happening to other people, uh, and 
and that I and wish that happens to me. Uh, just uh, maybe going to happen, but I have to have patience for those. So that's like my lesson number one: have patience, but also uh, have a, an open heart, like open mind. I would say because there's so many cultures. You know, I was exposed to being in Louisiana because I studied at Louisiana Tech. Studying there and being exposed to so many cultures um, like just taught me so many things. Like, I cannot consider myself as like one person, like with just one culture. Like, I'm I'm African, or I'm Cam- I'm from Cameroon, but you know, or I'm from Senegal. It it doesn't it doesn't apply to me anymore because I have uh, I've kind of like absorbed all these different cultures, like. Um, I've met people from Nepal, learned the culture, did the dance, eat the food. So it taught me to have an open mind and also be patient, but also be, um, I have this word, but it's like tolerant, tolerant to other people, to other culture, to other other people's failure, because um, this whole life here, it's uh, living in the U.S. as a student, as an international student, and from Africa, to be honest, is it's a struggle. And if you're not tolerant and you don't have any patience and you don't have any open mind, that is something that is going to set you back like a lot of, like a lot. It's going to weigh heavy on you. And so I learned those things and those are like, they just kept me, um, just kept me going and hopefully they will, they will keep me um, going. That um, sounds right. Cool. Yeah, that's that sounds very special. And I'm I'm glad you've been able to um, essentially uh, gain those experiences and uh, those lessons whilst you've been here. And you know, obviously, it's become a big part of who you are as a person today. So that's that's something that's very special and and very important. So I'm glad, and I hope it continues to be that way for you as well. Thank you. Thank you. Me too. Which actually, and I'm going to return the question to you, like. What what if, like what would you say um, you've learned or gained from um, your journey? Cool. Um, you know, I would say a lot of similar things to what you were saying would be parts of it. You know, I I would also say that you know I've I've, I've kind of learned to be yeah open minded about different things to um, to like go where the opportunities are um, to to try my best to work hard because. I have noticed that one thing that I, you know, kind of expected here was, you know, <clears throat> was for America to be very sort of community orientated, like it is back home, because mm-hmm. part of the world is very community orientated. But America, in some ways, it is, but in other ways, it's not. So there's a lot of people who are pretty much it's very individualistic sometimes um, as a society and as how far people try and do things. Sometimes they do it just kind of for their own cause. Um, mm-hmm. And so I would say kind of, if anything, it's kind of taught me to continue to remain humble, you know, mm-hmm. while I'm here. Um, I would say that there was a time where I felt like, like I had sort of lost myself a little bit because I think I had a little bit of an identity crisis, you know, going back to what you were saying about kind of becoming a person that's made up of different cultures. You know, mm-hmm. I would say that this was part of what eventually happened for me too, but at the time when it was first beginning, I kind of felt a little bit sort of kind of lost. I wasn't sure where I was from or where I was, where I was to belong. You know, in some ways I, I you know, I knew that I was, you know, I was a guest in, in the country here. And so from like that perspective, like I was never going to be in school. I'm not like ever going to be like a citizen, you know? So it kind of was one of those things where it was kind of 
you know, um, where do I kind of belong kind of thing. But I would, I would feel like by going through such a thing and kind of uh, um, allowed me to go back to my core values that I thought I had lost um, in the time that I had come here. But I was reminded of them again um, to be, you know, hardworking, to be patient, to be community orientated, um, to be humble. And I would say like when I was able to rediscover those things again and be able to remember what those were all about and how they make up part of my personality, I would say that that was something that I, I definitely learned you know, about myself mm-hmm. uh, some more and it, it, it applied to, to how I wanted to continue to try and, you know, um, you know live here and do what was best uh, for me in, in different ways. And so I would say that those were some of the things that I can think of that I would say were lessons gained in the process of being here. Yeah, those are those are great lessons. Like, um, yeah. So um, actually, I'm going to just like ask this question real quick. Uh, in view, like when you look like today, when you look at, let's say, your day of like today, what how you spend your day today, um, and you look back at like all the, the yesterdays, what is something you're particularly grateful for about like today? That's a very good question. I, I like that question. Um, <laughs> I, would, I would say, you know, um, you know, with, with this whole, you know, coronavirus thing that's been going on, you know, as you know, there are times where you feel very depressed and, you know, in lots of ways, things have kind of come to a standstill, you know, and, and it's hard to be able to do the things that you are used to doing under normal circumstances. Mm-hmm. Um, but by getting caught up in that, you kind of forget or you don't think about the things that you ought to be grateful for. And I would say when I take a, take a pause and I think about things, I would say that <clears throat> I'm grateful for still being able to, to be here after all that's happened, to still be on track to graduate on time, to finish my thesis in time for my defense for it a few months from now. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel grateful for having a roof over my head and mm-hmm. uh, for having <clears throat> electricity to um, help me through the day. Um, I'm grateful for, um, you know, still being able to have the friends and loved ones that I, <clears throat> that I have in my life that I can still talk to whenever I feel I need to. They're just a phone call away or a text message away. So I would say that that's something that I'm very grateful for is that I still have a very good support system um and that's something that i think is very important and mm-hmm. has been very helpful to have during this time especially when times are just so different to what we've ever lived through before and so i would say that those are some of the things that i can think of that i'd be grateful for i'm grateful for wow yeah that's 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 great um oh. Christian, what would you say? What I do, do you in turn have? Do you feel grateful for things as well uh, as of today about anything? I would say I'll say I'm grateful, especially today. I'm grateful for friends um, because um, I've had like a lot of like hard um, times here in the US, like struggle it, for yeah. all th- all sort of struggle, um, financial, no, financial, emotional. Um, I would say personality crisis, but. I've uh, been able to go through all of these uh, 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 hard moments because I've had good friends um, that supported me and uh, just, um, and 
most of the time because I lived in a different culture, I lived in, in the, in the like, like this American culture and it was very different. I was scared and I had my, I would say, um, friends from, from this country that um, taught me everything that I know about the, the United States. They um, helped me. And so I'm grateful for, for friends, but especially uh, for all of those American friends that I've had here. Um, so I have one last question for you and, uh, and, and, and yeah, maybe you have another one for me. And that question is, let's say, what would be, um, in, like in view of your personal experience, what would be a good word of encouragement? I would say, um, something that kind of strikes to me is to remain true to yourself, you know, mm -hmm. not to forget where you're from, you know, even though in this case, I've been here for almost 10 years in America, you know, I, I feel like I've still been able to keep in touch with where I'm from and where my roots are. And mm -hmm. so I would say that people should remain that way with themselves. They should remain true to themselves. Um, they should be open-minded, you know, and, um, go where the opportunities are. I can't emphasize how important it is to be able to go where there are potential opportunities that could make you a better person, could build your career, um, could allow you to become a better person in life. So I would say that it's good to keep an open mind for those things. To travel, I'm a big advocate of being able to travel. Um, mm -hmm. you know, I know that's sometimes easier said than done for some people because, of course, it can be very expensive to travel sometimes. But if you do get the opportunity, even if it is, um, and I say this also to some of my American friends, even if it's just a road trip to the neighboring state that they're from, you know, I feel like it's so good to be able to do that and to, to not only see where you're from, um, but to see other parts of the world if you can, because it's a big world out there. Mm -hmm. so many different people so many different cultures uh and there's so much that one can learn from those different places and those different cultures so i would say that that's something that's that's become very important to me whilst being in a, in a different country to my own mm -hmm. um and yeah you know just um i would say that that's pretty much sort of the main things that i can sort of advocate for people to do you know um if that makes sense yeah yeah, complete, totally. And I agree with all of that, you know, travel. I'm a big, I'm a big, I'm a big fan of traveling. Like just the fact that I've gone to several states in the, in the U.S. and I've just enjoyed all of them and, um, and I highly encourage it. So yeah, I'm glad that you, you gave that as, um, as an advice because yeah, I'm, it's awesome. I like it. I personally like traveling. So I'm, I'm a hundred percent for that. <laughs> yeah. Great. Well, um, Simon, this ends our, our our conversation for today or tonight, who for depending on whoever is listening. And uh, it's been fun. It's been great. And um, I'm think I'm thankful. Um, and I thank you for being here with me for joining, um, participating in this uh, little exchange. And uh, I hope that I get to have, we get to like talk again, maybe a, a different topic next time. Um, and if you have, you're welcome to, to, have, to send me any suggestion and just, you know, I'm, I'm always up for a chat. Great. No, thank you so much, Christian. Yeah, I really appreciate uh, the opportunity to talk to you as well.
I had a good time. And as you say, I think it's, it's nice to be able to do this, especially during times like this, where we mm -hmm. are kind of a lot of ways forced to be able to be at home because of what's going on. Um, I think it's important to be able to connect with, with friends and loved ones and to be able to talk even about, you know, the simple things of life. So thank you very much for your time as well. I enjoyed being here and I too hope that we can do it again soon and we can visit another topic sometime as well. And I can definitely let you know of any that I think of that we could maybe talk about in the future for sure. 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 Thank you. And I'm pretty, and I'm pretty sure everyone is going to, um, comment on our accent because we definitely we definitely do not sound american okay that's for sure that's yeah for sure. but um and next time i would like to go over um a little bit no getting to know your country a little bit you know because you say Eswatini. i would just like to remind whoever is, is listening uh, to us that it's the new appellation the new name for um um uh, um Oh man, I almost say Switzerland. Yes. <laughs> I, yeah. I almost say Switzerland. Now I understand why it was changed to Eswatini because it all sounds similar, okay? Um, Swaziland. That's yeah. the name, that's the old, the old name now, it's um, Eswatini for whoever is wondering. Anyway, um, thank you again and uh, have a great night. Thank you, you as well, Christian. Have a great night as well. <laughs>